When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, I found this interesting. Paul McCartney has never written his memoirs until now. He's going to start writing them for a book called The Lyrics, 1956 to the Present. I love this. Yeah, it's he, coming out in November. He's never written a memoir? I can't believe it. According to this. Wow. Uh, it's going to come out in November. That'll make that'll be on everybody's Christmas list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no uh, kidding. He's going to basically trace his life through his songs, from his being a teenager all the way through his Beatle years, through the Wings years, and... Probably that solo material. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll be pretty that'll, fun. Yeah, that'll be big that's time. maybe what he's been working on during the time. Like this would be as good a time as anybody, as agent or somebody just said, Paul, you've got to tell your story. Because he is amazing interview. He I gives love, great couch. I love listening to him. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. And it's pretty crazy. My nine-year-old just recently, I think he got introduced to Paul McCartney through Michael Jackson duets. Yeah. And now he's like 100% into the Beatles. It just, I mean, it yeah. just goes on and on. They're, they're pretty timeless. Yeah, they are. America Ferrara is going to make her directorial debut with an adaptation of the young adult novel, I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter for Netflix. That was Good. a National mm-hmm. Book Award finalist in 2017. Yeah, yeah, she's getting in the producing, producing yeah. what she wants to that's see and exact, what people want to watch. I it. love it. And this is kind of fun. Taylor Swift uh, joined Dolly Parton as the only the second artist to do this. Top the country charts twice with two versions of the same song. As you know, she recorded that Taylor's version of Love Story, a re-recording of her 2008 song. Those both hit number one. And Dolly Parton did this twice with I Will Always Love You Mm. in 74 and 82. So that's kind of a fun little bit of trivia. Yes. Speaking of trivia, let's wrap up this Dirt Alert and get to the Wednesday Pop Culture Jeopardy. Thanks for alerting us. My talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Alright, we are almost to day. It's going to be smooth sailing from here, especially when we got 40 degrees coming up on Saturday. So let's get ready for that weekend. 
We are going. We're going yes. through weather extremes. Yes, I brought I home some Aloha warm there winds. There you go. What was the high? Eighty five. You in know Hawaii? what? Hawaii is always, always. the same kind of 82, yeah, 83, 84. You know, Never too hot. It has a nice it, breeze. It, it has this temperate climate pretty much year round. There isn't a hot there isn't. season. There are rainy seasons yes, and there are rainy parts of every island, but it could be sunny at your beach and raining two beaches down. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I gotta go there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, let's do this. Shall we play It's time for Pop Culture Jeopardy. Uh, I was looking for a theme today. Didn't really come up with one except for, you know, did you know that today would have been the hundredth birthday of Abe Vigoda? Oh, he almost made it. He, he was, did. I think he died in 2016 or something. He was. He was always, fish, right? Yeah, yes, fish. Which is going to be question number one. But go ahead. Oh, well, I, his claim to fame was, and I almost feel like this was something Donnie told us was that he was the most famous celebrity that people had oh, thought that for like dead. 30 oh, years for sure. had yes. dead. Yes. yes. There was like he, a website called Is Abe Vigoda yes, Alive? Yes, yeah, yeah, because he had been, people were always shocked and he made jokes about it, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Conan, I think, would bring him on and he would just mm-hmm. sort of walk on stage and then keep walking. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you mentioned, okay. uh, you know, he's kind of famous for two things. He was in The Godfather and he... Yes. Played the character uh, Fish on Barney Miller and its spinoff, Fish. So let's see if you guys can guess how okay. many seasons between those two shows did he play the character of Fish? I got—I don't remember his first name, John. I'm gonna look it up. I, I have no idea. All right, between Barney Miller, which was probably on for eight seasons, <clears throat> Fish for maybe four. I'm gonna say twelve. And Laurie, I'm gonna say. Um, do I do the prices right? Thirteen, or right. you know, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's up to 10. you. It's it's up to you. I'm gonna say ten. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> Julia, you had something right. Uh, Barney Miller was on for precisely eight. It seasons. It was okay, and then two seasons of Fish. So oh, Lori, lucky, lucky, Lori. It was just a lucky was guess a lucky because guess. I was I torn with doing the prices right thing. You were and, lucky. And by the way, his name was Phil Fish. Phil. Phil. And I know Phil Fish. He owns the club Saratoga in Duluth. Jazz at the Toga. That's right. Although, you know, it really makes me mad. PPP loans didn't go to any places that are quote-unquote adult businesses. Okay. Government's judging. So are they uh, <laughs> open or no? Well, they are, I but I mean, that's, that's it's dances. just a prejudice. Right. Like, You're right. People are dancers. Bartenders are at these places. They're legal businesses that pay taxes. Right. To me, an adult establishment should be eligible for a PPP loan, whatever the government. If you pay taxes, yeah, if you're the mafia, you're not going to get a loan. You know, right? I mean, it's a legal business. It's a legal it's business. It is a prejudice that I found out about, and I was very bothered about it. And my buddy's name is Phil Fish. I know he is. Yeah. So that's funny. I'm going to have. He looks nothing like Abe Vigoda. He is a strapping. <laughs> Good-looking man, and they are open, mm. right? I'm looking. Yeah, they are, but mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 got they close at ten or whatever it is. Wait, it was they just weren't. It eligible. was a tough year for. Yeah, they weren't eligible. It was a bias. All right, moving on to the next question. I, I, I like talking about the club, Saratoga. I know we'll you do. On. 
Um, okay, this guy. You turns... always talk about jazz at the Club Saratoga. Yes, I've mm-hmm. been there a couple times for the jazz, and I've, I've been had there epic... a couple, uh, maybe one time oh. for other. It's I dancing. had an epic week. Oh, Bill and I had an epic night there once. Yeah, it's frozen oh, in time, it's like yes. in the fifties, with the stuffed mice oh, at the Last stuff. Supper. They're chim- chipmunks. chipmunks. Yes, so like the Last Supper. Supper. Taxidermy, oh, they're, yeah. they're playing pool and uh, <laughs> hanging out at the bar. You just don't see a terrarium like that you anymore. You really don't, and that's we a great. We're gonna do a deep dive on the. Club Saratoga. That's a I great know. word, a terrarium. <laughs> Remember, they were all the rage back in the day, Lori. <laughs> yeah. All right, this guy turns, so these are all celebrity birthdays. Okay. okay. Uh, this guy turns 55 today. His most famous character was from a 1997 movie. Z- Titanic, and it's Zane, um, whatever his name Billy is. Zane. Billy Zane. I got it then. I got the full name. Julia. Oh. I said Zane and Titanic, but and I said then Billy. you came in with Billy Zane. Rocco I gave said me 12 the bell. and you said 10. <laughs> Rocco gave me the bell before you even said Again, Billy. Again, everyone likes Lori. No, All right, next question. No. Did you, you won last week when she was gone, right, Julie? I did. Okay, just check it. Um, Twice! Okay. Twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Phil Knight, co-founder Nike. of Nike, turns mm-hmm. 83 today. Wow. What Academy Award winning director played character Mars Blackman? In a series of black and white Nike commercials in the late 80s and early 90s. An actor? Uh, he's mostly known as a director, but he did act in these with Michael Jordan. I have no idea. Peter Bogdanovich? Nope. Um, wow. Martin Scorsese? No, it was he. He's up. A lot of people are giving him, uh, thinking he might win some awards this year for something he did on Netflix. The Five Bloods. Oh, it was Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Yes, Spike Lee. That was tied. Yeah, it, it was. was a tie. Half. Yeah. Really, we shouldn't Mars even get Blackman. it. We had so many clues. Well, but... I need to be on the board, so give yeah, me a half. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was trying I to think of uh, a pop culture tie to Phil Knight and Nike. I thought you guys would get the Spike Lee, but oh well. Nope. Sorry. Well, another famous co-founder billionaire was born on this day back in 1955, Apple's Steve Jobs. Who played him in the 2015? Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Biopic, as Julie likes. Yeah, yeah. Was, no, there's another one that played. Oh, him. there were two. Oh, oh yeah. right, there were two. Christian was, Bale. No, no. But that was a really good guess. Yeah, but Ashton Kutcher and Ashton then Kutcher who, and who, who was, was the, the other, other one? dumb movie? We didn't even like it. I don't or think I don't. We didn't watch it. I know that he has. He's a German Irish actor. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. It's not. I apparently. Have phallic symbols on my mind. Yeah, I've got phallic <laughs> eye symbols on my mind. In you, case you're joining us, yeah. no, I'm like, uh, right. this is kind of, I'm blanking. This is kind of obscure. Okay, tell us. We're going to get Jeopardy. Fastbender. Fastbender. Oh, we didn't see this no. stupid movie, but he's he's hung like I a horse. I watched the one with Ash and Fastbender. <laughs> well, see, I was thinking phallic symbol. I was so yes, close. See, see, look at how that was coming around. He, right. that he's a well-known swordsman, swordsman of Hollywood, as far as uh, the. Um, okay. The breadstick yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His Irish-German breadstick. Right. Okay, uh, name this birthday boy turning 70 today. Bad boy, George, oh, George Thurgood. Oh, another Sorry. tie. Oh, I want that one. Yeah, but we said it at the same time. Uh, I'm I sure. saw him at UMD, I think. Oh, my gosh. All right, I just have to say, my ex was in love with him. This was such a great I album. I can't tell this, you how many times... Now this was a part. This was a party album, like college this, years. This yeah, was, yeah. This was a party. This anthem. could would get the party going. Mm, get this and song. This going. song is so long. If you listen to oh, it, yeah. At the ex- yeah. Oh yeah. This was a great song too. You know what too.
I in a loud, like in a loud house with a bunch of other people, you could no, kind we, of put the sign out where there's and a one sock. whiskey, one beer. Right, What's right. the one other bourbon, sign? One scotch, one, scotch, one, one beer. beer. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much his two big ones. Right? Yeah, that was a great drunken making out song. Yeah, bad to the bone, bad to the bone. Um. Okay. Do you um, see seventy? Seventy. Well, that's good. Uh, an, an Englishman Jerry. turned 74 today, and I'm going to describe to you the plot line to his most famous song, a 1979 number one hit. A man is bored with his current relationship because it has become routine, and he desires some variety. One day he reads the personal advertisements in the newspaper and spots an ad that catches his attention. A woman seeking a man who, among other little things, must like a certain tropical drink. Intrigued, he takes out an ad in reply and arranges to meet the I woman know this. I know what at this a bar is. called O'Malley's, um, only to find upon meeting it was his wife that the woman is actually his current partner. Can you name the song by birthday boy Rupert Holmes? I'm, I'm what, if I told you that, what if I told you the tropical <laughs> drink <laughs> was made with what? Yeah, pina pina colada. Colada. yeah and what's, so what's the name of the song? The Pina Colada song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you yeah, like Pina, pina Colada. That's the song I, I was thinking of. I yeah, was like, but I couldn't the think of the name of it. I'm thinking margaritas. Yeah. I was just super surprised that the guy is English because he doesn't sound like English well, when he's singing. None of no either English do the Beatles. People. I yeah, mean, so no, many, no, no one, one sounds English, English. English. sounds like it. Sometimes, but yeah. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, the song is actually called Escape, parentheses, the Pina Colada The only song. English band that sounds really English is Herman's Hermits. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely dog. <laughs> Nobody sings, you know. They I don't. Mean, there's they really no English don't. accent no. with no. English. And it was always so weird when you find out they're English. But Peter Noonan of Herman's Hermit, I, I swear that is the only band that I that sang with the the, the English I accent. I didn't know the Herman's Hermit. Oh I mean, my honestly. aunt, my aunt Janet, who was four years older, I learned all about the English boy bands. That's she liked Paul Revere and the Raiders and. That's how so I funny. know stuff, and I seem like I'm older than I am because I had an auntie who was, you know, eight, yes, and I was I four. I mean, you know, they yeah. are, she was like an older sister. Sure. So she turned me she on. She turned you on. Herman's Hermit. I love that deep dive, but that is called... Herman's Hermits. And no. I saw them with the monkeys at the Carlton. Man, I wish I would have gone to the Carlton. I love that. Room. No, I know, right? On a date a with the man up. who would become my first husband. But yeah, listen to Rocco. I, I was a kid and yeah. I was just born. No, right? I didn't. No, I, was looking th- I would always look through like city pages or the, pe- the Pioneer Press and see ads for the Carlton celebrity yes. room. And I'm like, I want to go there. Like Johnny Mathis is there. And yeah, oh, that Rasa was Daca. people were really Loved. sad uh, when Why that did closed. that go down? That would be a good deep dive. Who Let's knows? A fam, a family Who not knows? making money. Somebody retired, had a heart attack. People owed money. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just the usual. All the usual. Pandemic happened. No pandemic. Yeah. All right, let's finish with this one. It is four to one. 4.5 to one. All right, so she can't come back. Let's just finish with this. Name this 76-year-old who sang this back in 75. The river was deep, but I swam it. Oh, the future is ours. Oh, so wacky, wacky horror picture show. Please, mm-hmm. Don't tell me to Who's Oh, turned? Tim Curry. Nope. I have one thing to say, yeah. and that's damn it. Janet. Yeah. I love you. Who was the male lead in? Played opposite Susan Sarandon. It wasn't Tim Curry. No, no, it's that funny-looking guy who wore glasses. He was kind of good-looking. Yes. What, what's oh, um? What what's his it? name? He has a double B name. Um. Oh. Barry Bosworth. Barry, Barry Bosworth. Bosworth. We had him on our show. Yes, I think Barry he, did. he was in town for like a yes, sci-fi convention. Yes, I get that point. Yeah, you do. For Barry Bosworth. Yes, he okay. Was, yes, um, yes, Molly Steinke. So happy Pretty birthday to all those people. people. And Julia, you won again. I won just by a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a very exciting I've competition. I've got some breaking news for the Dirt Alert when oh, we good. come back. All, all right, right let's do it. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. This is usually where you hey, go, Holly. Uh, Rocco. <laughs> well, Julia's told me she wants to lead off today's dirt alert. Well, I don't, but this is something Lori and I, okay, I now Lori I'm will intrigued. be really excited about. So this is an all play dirt alert. Um, <laughs> it was just announced that, you know, what show on Showtime did we love, love, love? That Homeland. Guy, and the other one. And Ray Donovan. Yes. So they're doing Ray Donovan, the movie. movie. Oh. It's going to pick up where the show's seventh season and final season left off. And he was sitting on the park bench in New York City, if you oh. remember Ray Donovan. And we felt like this show needed more. It didn't feel like it ended. There was still a story out there. They basically let us know that they, the funding, it was an expensive show yep. to shoot when Lee Schreiber wanted to move it to New York because maybe Naomi Watts and the kids, kids and it became there. more expensive yep. than L.A. And so, Rocco, did you watch this show? I did not know, but now now this is This, this is, is a, a great show. show. This is a great show. This is about a Hollywood fixer. fixer. Um, but it's about a family, and it's just incredible, incredible. It's incredible show. I'm so happy about that because it, it, it left. There was supposed to be an A season. I th- I knew you would be. So I'm like, Yay. I want to talk about you. Like, there's a, there's a couple other breaking news things about different shows that are being made right now. Like um, at um, Paramount, they're going to make these three shows into. Um, TV ad- series adaptations. They are Italian Job. Mm-hmm. Did you know? I love that movie. Yeah. Um, love Story and Fatal Attraction. They're going to remake those. They're going to make them into series adaptation at Paramount Plus. So okay. there, I'm just telling you that. All right. all right, now Rocco, it's all your turn. Okay. Well, this is something that Lori uh, wondered about earlier in the show, and Jeep is going to start showing the Springsteen ad again now that charges have been dropped against him. Uh, in his uh, drunk Yeah, case. they spent, uh, you know, the money and he wasn't convicted. And they're like, okay, we're not supporting. They were like, whew, 
We didn't waste all that money and right. they can go back to just getting people they, you know, yell at them because they read, yeah, they're glad. reading things in between whatever you say. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. They said they, they took a pause until all the facts were established. And now that it's been dropped, they are unpausing. And in case people are. And just, Bruce, Bruce, by the way, he'll never do this again. No. Oh, no. And that doesn't sound like he even drinks, really. Right? No, but he, no, what, he'll never do, do an, an ad, ad with a partner again. Okay, this is exactly why he probably said he never wanted to do it. I don't want anybody, give anybody an opportunity to yell at me about anything. Yeah. What's the first thing that happens the very first time he sells yeah. his song to somebody, you know, just that's happening. He doesn't need the money. He does need the money. And the yeah. ad, you know, just nobody really, I mean, it looked pretty cool, but. I think people that are on the far left thought, oh, yeah, let me eat in the middle, blah, blah. And then people that are on the right are like, oh, or some, some people didn't political. see anything at all. And they're like, oh, remember those Jeeps? I mean, some <laughs> people didn't where think I, anything. I love an old Jeep. Yeah. yeah. But again, they, but he wasn't really, he was driving like a vintage Jeep, but they weren't selling a vintage Jeep, right? I mean, yes, it was a, it was a methodical, melodic thinking commercial. There you go. And I'm, what I'm saying is, Bruce was already told Patty, I'm never, never doing, doing that again. I don't know why I cracked for them. And she goes, well, you better get your legal stuff taken care of so your kids and I don't have to figure out what to do with your music publishing rights. Because think about how much oh, his right. publishing would be Oh, worth. my gosh. And if he doesn't want his songs being, you know, kajangled. Kajangle. <laughs> that's like Mr. Bojangles. Yes. But Kajangled, you is, know, is, with company you know, like yeah. a, con, you know, yeah, Kajangled. I, I, uh, all right, I've got another breaking okay. news story. All right, throw. so tomorrow morning on Good Morning America, the lawyer for Britney Spears' father is going to speak out. So that's going to happen tomorrow morning. He is just not, he can't handle that he's getting... This, this is so this is manipulative. A terrible idea. Well, this is so manipulative. This is, but this is the how it shows you how high the heat is on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That that Britney Spears documentary has made a lot of people rethink what is going on, and this yeah. never happens to men. Maybe this is why Britney posted the photos of her snuggling in the broad, strong arms of her boyfriend this morning. I saw that getting photo. all cozy and tuckly because she's like going, she's gonna have something to curl up and watch. Yeah tomorrow watch somebody dance over you know i hope um i hope whoever is i i always want these interviews to go to savannah guthrie but it isn't it's not going to because it's a good money it's amy warbeck okay but what i'm saying is what the thing i love about savannah is that she's a lawyer Uh, that she's amazing she's she's a great interview she just gives she would give she'd have better on her feet Questions to the answers, she would. which You're is right. sometimes why the Today Show doesn't get the interview. People know Savannah's a lawyer. That's how Chris Harrison's um, interview with Rachel Lindsay from Extra. Yes. One of the reasons why that went so bad for him She's so an quickly. Attorney. She is an yeah. attorney, and the lawyer in her was coming out, and yep. so she was able to succinctly. Say something, and not any, emo- not with any emotion, but cutting right to the quick of the story, if you will. And that is always very tricky for people who yeah. are used to, you yeah. know, kind of giving these kinds of answers and stuff. I, I if I were L- Rachel Lindsay's uh, agent, I would say no to Chris Harrison's job, and I'd be negotiating for something at, for her to go one of the networks. She'd be great. She'd be, she would be great. Mm-hmm.
Yep. There you go. In case you're wondering, uh, three hours ago, Brittany posted another picture of uh, a couple long, uh, what do you call them, long horn steers. Uh-huh. So, oh, because like, there's going to be BS tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like the third person who commented said, Am I, I'm trying to find the next clue here. Yeah, no, so she's looking forward to it, but there's going to be BS. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I love it. All right. All right, well, here's another little news story from okay. today. Okay. okay, it's Julia's dirtle. I'm like just it. helping you a little bit, Rocco. Okay, you. so First Lady Joe Biden was on with Kelly Clarkson today. And um, she she had advice for about divorce. She says, this is what I would say if I was your mother. Oh, my mother always said to me, things are going to look better tomorrow. And if you can take one day at a time, the things will get better. Interesting that Kelly asked uh, Jill Biden Mm -hmm. for uh, advice like that. That's kind of. She's letting us know. Well, she was divorced. Joe Biden was divorced, and that's no, how I, she met but Joe, it's too. it's a way for Kelly Clarkson to keep her divorce spotlight, yep. in a way, on him, but not on her. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. You keep it. You wouldn't ask about it if everything was going hunky-dory. And Biden tells her that things will get better, yeah. and she says, I, I really think things happen for the best. You don't know how long it's been, but over time you heal, and it'll happen. I'm going to bet Kelly Clarkson has the reason why, too, her uh, fan base has even gone up, and more people are tuning in, is because she's so relatable in the fact that there are so many people out there who can relate getting dirty dogged. By Don't their man or I woman, love it that you but, take it to the you know, dirty dog oh, devil. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yep, it resonates with. A, I think it, so. And if it can happen to Kelly Clarkson, you know, can happen to anybody, and it's just, yeah, I think she's not leaning away from it. No, I would agree. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, all right, we got through it. We did well. Lovely to Is talk there? with you all. I don't think of it as getting through anything. You <laughs> well, get through a pap smear. Well, there Julia, you go. Julia really wanted to make sure I got through that safely, and I think we did. So I oh, know. Why do you blame everything Julia, on me? Julia, do you want to help me with traffic? I hate you. Bye. <laughs> all right. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay. Is this going to be a good one today, honey? Well, you know, it's a little, it's just, it's a couple of little scandals. And it was just really triggered by a couple of things that I read about. So there was a little story, again, about um, how this Lucille Ball and Desi story that's going to happen that Aaron Sorkin is doing about this one week in the life of... You know, Lucio Ball and her husband, right. Ricky Ricardo. Right. Not not a remake or a retelling, but just like the the week. Just so, one week. And I thought, you know, you kind of, one of the things that we were always in awe about, like with when we met Donnie and Marie, is that they bridged the fame gap of knowing Jack Benny, Lucille Ball, John Wayne. To and, Justin Bieber. To, and Britney. Yeah. And, yes, you know, yes. that they were young enough kids yeah. or whatever. So, and... So it made me think, I wonder, you know, like, where did Cher and Lucille Ball, did they ever intersect? Okay. Because if you think about it, you know, Cher, one half of Sonny and Cher, Lucille, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just Googled, did Cher and Lucille Ball ever hang out? Okay. Here's where it led me. I want to know. It's a good source. All right. So apparently when you put two powerhouse women together in one room, magic happens. Here's what it is. It's an election watch party 
The year is 1968. The house is Jack Benny's house. And people that are there are Johnny Carson, probably Jimmy Stewart, Lucille Ball, Cher. I didn't get the whole list, but for sure, Lucille Ball, it was at Jack Benny's house. Cher was there, Johnny Carson, and it's election watch party. It's 1968. And and Sonny was also there because Cher in 1968, they were still together. So... And Cher already knew Lucille Ball because Cher's mom made several appearances on the I Love Lucy show because she was was an actress. Yes, yes. And so, but this was the first time that she'd been with Lucille Ball in a social situation. She just met her on the set. And, of course, 1968, we know that Richard Nixon wins the election. And... It's election watch party and the acceptance speech by Nixon is being played. Okay. And guests had mixed feelings. Can you even imagine an election party that anyone would have had that was mixed like in the last two elections? But used to be done. Yes. And Cher in an interview talked about her first impression of Lucille Ball. She said, I loved her. She started making these great, rude jokes and noises while Nixon was speaking. Like cackling or something? Or? Yeah, and you could tell right away that Johnny Carson wasn't happy. Actually, he was pissed off, but he wasn't going to say anything to her, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't like Nixon either, but I couldn't stop laughing, especially because I knew I wasn't supposed to, and Lucille Ball obviously was not a fan of Richard Nixon. Okay, And... Cher didn't say who, but somebody must have said something to the host, Jack Benny. And Jack Benny came up to her and Lucy and said, why don't you two leave the room? Because he's trying to be a good host and make everyone happy. So he said to Lucy, you know, you know how these guys are. Go sit in the den with Rosalind Russell and take Cher with you. Then go make jokes to your heart's content. Right. And she said as the two of them left the room, Lucio Ball whispered, old windbags, come on, Cher, we don't want to be in there with all those tight arses anyway. And um, uh, so apparently we did not realize that Cher and Lucio Ball stayed friends after that election night. Mm Mm-hmm. Cher got such a kick oh, out of well, her. Oh, well, that just, can you imagine? And when she... One of your idols being so yeah. frothy, and you just sit there like, I love this more I than love anything. This. Yeah, and uh, and Cher, um, when the Cher show, the musical, yes. which you had the pleasure of seeing. <laughs> I Marco did. Julia Saad I on did. pre-Broadway in Chicago, and she came back with, oh boy. It couldn't decide what it wanted to be. It didn't go the Jersey Boy route. No. It was yeah. the share show, the share show, the share, share, share show. Jumping all over the place. Yeah. But one of the things that comes out in the share show is that um, that share, like that, like with some of the people that were involved in it, that, that um, so they, share uh, asked Lucille Ball if she would be in her TV special called Share and Other Fantasies. And Lucille Ball did appear in that. Okay. And Lucille Ball helped 
her with her divorce from Sonny Bono. And Cher, I don't know if this made it in the show or not, but she just said, who better to speak to than one half of Desilu Productions? Who can I pick up the phone and say, I'm a megastar and I'm breaking up with my megastar husband. We're not going to have a TV show anymore. Everyone in the public is going to be involved because they love us together. And there's just... How does this look? There's very few people you can call. And she realized right away, I can call Lucy. Mm -hmm. Because Desi and Lucy worked together for how many years after they got divorced? Well, they started Desilu Productions, which is worth it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All the money. That was the money. The tri-camera thing. Their whole production. That is... They were 50-50 on that. Okay. So they were, it doesn't matter about even how many years they were together. They had a huge piece of business together. But I think they worked together like 19 mm-hmm. years. So Cher and Sonny, I don't think they were that together that long. They but, weren't, but, but I, one similar. of them was in England and one of them was here. Yeah. Between Sonny and Cher, and I can't remember how it happened, but they did figure out a way to work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ricky, um, Ricky Lake and John Waters were on Watch What Happens Live last night, and they were talking about hairspray? filming Hairspray. And if you've never seen, have you ever seen the original Hairspray, the movie, John Waters? Yes. Yeah. It's, so a, Sonny it's Bono, so fun. You know, Blondie, Deborah right. Harry, and Sonny Bono is playing, you know, um, tr- not Trace, the, who's the snotty girl? Amber's, they're playing Amber's mom I, and dad. He plays Amber's yeah, okay. dad. And, um, but he was running for mayor of Palm Springs at the time. And they were wondering, you know, what about this? Wasn't it Carmelo? Hmm? Was he Palm Springs or no, Carmelo? Uh, Carmel was uh, oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah. The desert place. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a and, statue of Sonny Bono there. Yeah. Is there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were like, John Waters, like, are you worried? Because at the time, John Waters was a very... Risky filmmaker Priscilla you know, the Desert or whatever didn't he have a weird that I'm mixing him up Pink Flamingos Pink Flamingos so anyway he was deliberately for the first time in his life trying to make something PG yes John Waters whereas before he was just you know and Sonny was like oh whatever you know he wanted to act mm-hmm. you know because he was trying to break away from Cher too so identified Jeez. with each other yep. So, um, and then that little dive down that, did those two know each other, was led me to why was... Um, this is an interesting thought process. I know. And no drugs were involved, right? No, none. Okay. Um, Fred Mertz, the actor, you know, who played uh, Ethel and Fred, to the yeah, yeah, Lucy yeah. and Ricky. William Frawley is the actor's name, probably going to be played by J.K. Simmons in this Aaron Sorkin. Uh, why? Because he and Ethel... Hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. They they really were like the four of them. The chemistry was so great. And um, why did he all, all, very um, almost always have his hands in his pockets? Do you guys notice that? Uh, he had sweaty palms. Did he always had that very often his hands were in his pockets? Okay. No, I don't know if I remember that. Well, apparently in real life, 
he was an alcoholic. Mm. And, and when filming, he couldn't drink on the set, and oh, he no. his hands shook. Oh, no. And I order, don't want to know that. I know, in order to hide it. But then it became one of his signature uh, traits. And prior to being on I Love Lucy, William Frawley, was, his career was in decline. He didn't have a steady job. He was divorced. He lived alone. And... Um, Ricky Ricardo, or I should say Desi Arnaz, approached him and because they both thought they wanted Gail Gordon, who then went on to be in the Lucy show. Yes. Her boss. Yes. But Gordon was unavailable and they decided, let's give Bill a second chance. Oh, I love that. In Hollywood. And they said, you have three screw ups. You can't. You'll get a warning. You'll get a consequence and then you'll be out of the job. So you cannot drink when we're filming. And he was on the show for nine years, and uh, he, uh, you know, he never did beat his battle with alcohol and all of that, but he um, never screwed up while he was on that Mm -hmm. show. And when he passed away from a heart attack in 1966, um, Desi Arnaz took out uh, a big, huge ad in um, the L.A. Papers and with a picture of him. Buenos noches, amigo. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that's a good one. Yeah. So that's just a kind of a little thing. And then my other thing is did you guys t- cover last week that there's going to be a um, TV series about Holly Madison's uh, Down the Rabbit Hole memoir? That just came out on Monday. Yeah. I just saw that. Yeah. Now, you know who she is, Rocco, right? The girls next door. Uh, yeah, I guess. Did you ever watch any of that? Not really. Lori was so into it, and Lori, we interviewed Holly Madison in person. Yeah, Planet in Island. Vegas. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. And Wasn't you loved nice. her book. I love that book. She was not nice at all, but you <laughs> loved her book, and that's when we got on the elevator, and I said hello to a gentleman uh-huh. who was in a suit, like we were in suits, because we just did our radio show, and what did he say? He held up his ring, and he said, I'm married. <laughs> All I did, Rocco, was say say hello or something. Hello. I'm like, hi. You're like, hi there. How are you doing today? You were super friendly. I was completely embarrassed for you. I mean, but I'm I'm like, we're going to be exhausted if we're greeting everybody in Vegas like this. Someone needed to be the elevator operator at that point. Minnesota Millie thought it was probably some (laughs) kind of a new scam. I'm married that made us laugh yeah so it did. anyway we're gonna see all the drug-filled orgies and bitter rivalries among the bunnies i might tell you more about that that's tomorrow. gonna be good all right all right there you go we'll be right back oh what does a girl want what does a girl we change our mind all the time a just try and keep girl. up with us no kidding isn't you know, that the just truth? try hey uh we didn't get to this but uh if you weren't watching any Thing and you missed the news that the FDA uh, says the Johnson and Johnson vaccine meets the requirements for emergency use uh, for COVID, and that's a one and done shot. This is this is it's very a single exciting. dose, so that's another vaccine option, you guys. So everybody, hang on, mm-hmm. okay. There wasn't really much of a vaccine rollout plan. It really didn't even start even coming together till like the end of December. I know. I, you know? I have to admit. Then you had an administration change and 
this, that, and the other thing. I know so. I'm knowing more and more, more people, people that are getting our double vax. It's really nice. All my um, elders, yep. except for my dad, who's frolicking in Mexico for a month, they've all been vaccinated. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. Rocco, Rocco you got your, your I don't know if your parents uh, are old enough yet. My dad is, but my mom hasn't been. Is, yeah. is she not? She's kind of waiting she, on the call from her health insurance ticket. Okay. Yeah. It's her turn. So. And you can also go to something called planyourvaccine.com. Right. Which the Today Show partnered with that state by state with whoever they're, um, you know, in the state. So each state, it's really easy. You can just sign up for information and it's kind of a, 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 a good tool. Yeah, and, and new and I think new priority groups are going to be um Governor Wells is gonna announce new vaccine priority groups this week. Who's it gonna be? Uh, Ghostbusters? I, I didn't essential see workers. Radio. Do we pull out our essential worker letter card? You didn't see radio? No. Because me well, and media is definitely a group, but we're definitely still below teachers and stuff. No, I right. know, but we do have we did get just to Put a fine point on this when all of this started and the we lockdown the happened and they were not sure, like, are we going to like everyone that has to because they sent everybody home, basically, but people on air and engineer camera, you know, whatever. We got essential worker that we had to work. So we, yeah, had, we did. So I still have that letter. Yeah, I do, too. That says I'm an essential you worker. Rocco, you someone. didn't get I one. I think I got one. Did but you? Yeah. yeah. But so I, unfortunately, when I saw Walls's new list, which is... We're not on it. Yeah, yeah I know. We're, we're not going to. It'll be... Well, maybe next. That's okay, because I wanted to go to the people that need yes. it. Um, we're going to have on uh, Matt Blanchard tomorrow, and he'll, he'll give, give us, us the, update. The, the who of who. Okay. The so what of what. Just a few things to look at on the lovely Lori and Julia page. Well, first of all, go to Twitter and see the phallic cycle. Cyclical, phallic cyclical. How did we say that Fal- word? Phallicical. Phallicical. Yeah, it's good. Did you come up with that this morning? Thank Julia you. tweeted That's it really now. Good. Thank you. And I included Jason Matheson because I know he likes a good wiener, and Andy <laughs> Cohen because he likes a good wiener, and Andy Richter because he um, Our- he's on Conan, and I thought maybe he'd share with Conan. Then they think it was funny because they do kind of. Geez, I'm going to miss Conan when his show is oh, gone. Oh, I know. We got so many funny comments on our Instagram page, though. Our our people are funny. Yeah. There's so many funny ones. So Good. I, I love it. I just thought it would make people smile. It, it, wieners are funny. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, is today the February 24th? Yes. Okay, Minnesota's last big arena concert one year ago today at the XL Center was who? Hmm. I don't know. Come on, come on. Who you fighters? would know this. I, I probably was going to go, but I was in Hawaii. Kiss and David Lee Roth. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. That got yep. some bad reviews. <laughs> I am looking at the picture of David Lee Roth. I mean, that was the last mm-hmm. big concert in the Twin Cities area. People said he was pretty terrible. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that funny, though? Wow. When you think about that. Oh, good Lord. It's so fun hearing, you know, the Music Man it's in July at Chanhassen. Yes. And I was listening. There's some big concerts coming. And the um, auto show is going to be happening at the State Fair this I'm year. I'm praying for the State Fair. And it's going to happen. Yeah, no, it it's going to happen. It They're going to yeah. happen. I feel so yeah. hopeful. Yeah. The speed, which, I mean, it's happening. Yeah, it is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it, something else that's happening. Coach debuted. It's fall 21. 2021 collection um and the pop cultured uh, video is it's a bunch of star studded parodies of classic movie and tv moments 
Brand ambassador Megan Thee Stallion tackles the role of Regina George from Mean Girls. Love it. Twerking on a football field in a monogram uh, sweatshirt matching miniskirt while classmates are exchanging salacious gossip and... They have some hot. Looks Each of with her coach. dogs has its own bedroom. It's that's posted. It's very. It's, it's cute. It's very cute. Her nails are so big it gouged my eyes out. But she's uh, yeah, Kai Gerber, Michael B. Jordan, Riverdale stars, KJ Apen, mm-hmm. Apen, Cole Sprouts, uh, Jughead, and Archie. I love they're, it. I love they're it. in it. So that's happening. Uh, we also posted the hodgepodge of miscellaneous. Uh, actors on the Vanity Fair 2021 holiday issue. Yeah, I like that. The video is really cute, how they did it. I thought it was cute. Does anyone care that Catherine McPhee and David Foster had a baby boy? You know, what do you uh, what do you say about that? To, well, here's what, here's what she writes, says, yeah, Catherine okay. McPhee. A year ago today, I married the love of my life. That's nice. Thank you for always loving me, inspiring in all aspects of my life. I love you. Here's to the future and happy anniversary. And now we have this baby boy. He's 71. Mm-hmm. And she's 30. Well, as long as she's, you know, younger. But remember, she was like 21 when he. Yeah, no, I know. Listen, they, these two have been I had after a friend, each other. I had a friend whose older brother was um, like. I want to say he was like 30 or 35 when she was born. It was just like a really huge That's gap. A big like one. somebody That's had a, big a teenage one. baby yep. and then they had a baby like in their late 40s. Yep. And he was always like kind of a, so, you know, his his other kids is what I'm saying is they'll feel like, you know, aunties oh, and uncles. Or grandparents, or, depending on well, how. Well, he might feel like a grandpa. <laughs> it's going to feel a whole lot different than when he was a dad. 30 years ago. No kidding. All right. Have a good hump day night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.